Someone has a squeaky chair. Let's do it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Pod on You Loons. I'm Justin. Pod on You Loons. I'm Sam. Pod on You Loons. This is James. Welcome back, guys. We we had an interesting weekend. Everyone was at a wedding. All of us were at a wedding. All of us were at a wedding, and none of us were watching the game live. Should I start no. with my wedding? Or are we going to talk about weddings, or what? Sure. Yeah. Go for it. Where was your wedding, Justin? So I went to a wedding in Des Moines, Iowa, which I'm going to say, uh, I have hated on Iowa a lot in my life. My apologies to the city of Des Moines. The city of Des Moines is pretty cool. Cool. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, we had a good time. We went in the night before, hit up some fun breweries, ate a really delicious yeah. dinner. And it's a beautiful town. It's, it reminds me a lot of like, uh, it's like a smaller St. Paul. That's kind of what it felt like. Smaller St. Paul for sure. Okay. Yeah. And they have like the minor league wild there. And oh. the minor league, the minor league Cubs, the Iowa Cubs. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's just a small okay. city. It was nice. Do I had a good have, time. Do they have the minor league Timberwolves too? They used to. I don't okay. know if they, maybe they still do. I think they might actually, you know what? I'll talk myself into it. I think they still have the Iowa Wolves. So yes. Okay. Well, fine. Yeah, I, I've been to Des Moines a few times. I, I always have a good time when I'm there. I haven't ever spent significant time there, but I've spent like one night there on two occasions. And yeah, there's there's always a good spot to like go get a bite to eat and go get a drink. And then we always had had to head back to the hotel, but it's a good time. Um, Yeah, Justin, I went to a wedding of one of your high school classmates. So. Ooh. For the listeners out there, my wife went to high school, Justin. That is how I met Justin, is my wife and Justin were friends in high school. And so, like, I I know a lot of people from Farmington High School, uh, <laughs> people who would have gone to Farmington High School in the early to mid-2000s. So I was at Natalie's wedding. Happy wedding, Natalie. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, congratulations, Natalie. I don't know if you listen to the pod, but... Congratulations. He does not. <laughs> Wait, so how did how did you get an invite? Where, like, obviously you got an invite through through your wife, but how did Justin not get an invite if it's a it's one of his high school friends? Well, I, it was we had a very big fan, friend group. So I think this is so I was close with Sam's wife, right? And she was close with Natalie. So this is like friend friend of a friend is yeah. a better way of putting it. An, an associate. An associate, yeah. Yeah, someone that I hung out with all the time, but I don't know if... Yeah, Natalie and I, it wasn't like we hung out a lot together, right? It was like at the same parties and stuff. If you is could her, call what we were doing partying. <laughs> is her number even in your phone right now? Oh, man. What is is what is this pod coming to? I don't think so, actually. Yeah. No, no. That, no. Right? Like, that's a good gauge. Like, do you have their number in your phone? The, the good gauge is like also, uh, you know, when their birthday pops up on Facebook, do you wish them happy birthday or do you just eh, pass it by? What if you don't have Facebook? I guess I don't have any friends then. I, do you have Instagram? I mean, you have, Instagram. <laughs> you have us. <laughs> yeah. I, I, so mine is usually that my wife like will periodically check my Facebook 
And she'll tell me when birthdays are coming up. So, okay. Shout out to my wife. Hi, Michelle. Does she listen to the podcast? Uh, a couple times early on. We, we were supposed <laughs> to do a quick one, guys. Now we're in the weeds. James, James, was what your was your wedding, wedding like? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so my wedding was uh, one of my girlfriend's friends that she went to university with. So there's, uh, there's like a group of them that all studied biology at university. And uh, yeah, one of her friends got married. So it was a place about half an hour from our house. And uh, yeah, it was really nice. This beautiful uh, mansion on this uh, really green estate. And we had the reception there and dinner and a dance party. And we stayed at, there was also a hotel in the same building. So we stayed there as well and then had breakfast uh, this morning, which was uh, really nice. Very cool. Really nice. Very cool. So, Well, let's get out of the weeds. And let's talk some Loons news, and then let's get to this 1-0 win at Austin. Okay, James, you want to take the first one? Yeah, so uh, Andy Greeder on Twitter this week confirmed a rumor that the Loons are linked to Kervin Ariaga. That was why I wanted James to take this. <laughs> I will say... Completely forgot to actually Google translate this name and to see if I was pronouncing it correctly. You know what? I I that's that's what I would have said. It's what yes. I would have said too. <laughs> Except for I, um, I probably would have misread the R in his first name, Kervin, I, and I probably would have said Kevin. I, I would have said we're linked to Kevin Ariaga. Uh, so he's uh, six foot three. So that's 190 centimeters for the rest of you people that don't use feet and inches. Uh, 23 years old, central midfielder. He is on an Honduran international. The man has some extremely cool hair. One half is blue, one half is purple. It's yeah, it's kind of a thing going on. But uh, yeah, we have uh, we have been confirmed to be uh, very interested in. He plays in Liga Nacional, uh, the top flight in Honduras, and he has played there since 2017. Okay, and we we've talked about him before. Right, this isn't a brand new name. It's just this is the first time we've had someone like Andy Greeter. He's for the Pioneer Press. We talked about it. I I think you're thinking of Joseph Rosales, right? The other Honduran guy, maybe. But we signed him. We we already signed Rosales, and then there was another Honduras uh, or Honduran um, that we were going to that we were rumored to be linked to. So if Andy Greeter confirms it, it looks looks pretty legit. Apparently, he's going to be playing uh, the number eight role. Yeah, which he sounds like six foot three, right? John Gregoosh, like the same exact size guy. Like maybe this is potential replacement. Yeah. So a younger John Gregoosh with cooler hair. I just want to know, did, is this is this like a continuation of, you know, Joseph Rosales was like, they were watching film of Hassani Dotson and the U23 Olympic qualifiers against Honduras. <laughs> Yeah, Was this another one of those? They're like, you know what? Let's just, all the guys that played good against the USA, let's just bring them in, you know? Let's see what's up. <laughs> That's our scouting strategy. Uh, does that mean we're signing like the whole Costa Rican team? <laughs> we already had one of those guys. I have his jersey. <laughs> that team's getting old anyway. We, we don't want to get older. We want to get younger. Now... Wait, I don't, think, I don't think it's Costa Rica, actually. I think it was Panama. I meant to say Panama. <laughs> yeah, we beat Costa Rica. I, I remember yeah. Costa Rica got an early goal against us, and we all went into panic mode. But yeah, we, we beat them. Yeah, right. Yeah, I meant Panama. Sorry, we're signing the whole of Panama. 
Now, I'm just trying to double check. Did Gregish get any playing time yesterday? Because he hasn't, if he didn't, he hasn't been in the lineup in a long time. That's I'm double checking. That's something also, we should know, I guess. He, he, sure. did, not, yeah, he did not get any playing to, time no. yesterday. So this might be, it might be it for him, I guess, right? Because he's not on the injury. He was never on the injury report or hasn't been lately. No, he just had that sweet bicycle kick in practice that I did after you guys were talking about it when I was in Wisconsin for a week and had to miss an episode. I listened to the episode and you're talking about his sweet bicycle kick. Went and looked that up. It was up. real nice. Yeah. If that doesn't earn you time on the field, I don't know what does. So looks like the loons are probably moving on from Gregish. Looks like Kervin Ariaga of Honduras. Possible replacement. Now, another name that Minnesota United is linked to. Those of you who are in the Minnesota United Twitterverse, there are a couple of insider accounts that more often than not tend to be right. One of these accounts is at MNUFC News, who tweeted out that Minnesota United is interested in a 21-year-old Brazilian named Rafael Navarro. Navarro currently playing for, James, am I saying it right, Botafogo? Uh, Botafogo, yeah, Botafogo. Okay. okay. Yeah, like we said, wedding weekend. It was wedding weekend, so these notes were thrown together a little quicker than um, than they normally would be. Botafogo was in Brazil's Serie A, now in Brazil's would Portuguese be Bay, just like Spanish? Serie, Serie Bay? Serie Bay, yeah. Okay, so they were recently relegated. Navarro's contract expiring at the end of December. I am reading that Botafogo would like to keep him, but they possibly can't afford him. Transfermarkt is valuing him at about $2.75 million, which would, you know, put him in our top 10 at least, as far as how Transfermarkt ranks the values of players. But he's been a regular starter with 10 goals in 29 appearances, typically plays center forward or left wing, which I find interesting. You guys find that? interesting at all I, I don't know how far we want to go into it since it's still a rumor but it is a rumor posted by someone that is usually right i mean i, I feel mean, like you gotta cast your you gotta cast your net right like you gotta have options yeah. open we don't know what we don't know the future holds we don't know who will be in the mix for next year i'm sure we're, we're connected with a lot of people before it becomes official i i think we'll It'll be maybe be a little bit more serious when Andy Greeter talks about it, and we might have more context, I guess, at that point. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, since we moved on from um, Romana Billa, like we we signed a forward, and then we've we've moved on. So I guess we need to go and sign another one. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, I always just think like, yeah, you have your optimal lineup, but if you think about how few times during during the season, you actually get to see that optimal lineup. Like, I don't know if we, I would have to go back and look if we've had the optimal lineup at all this season. And I guess that depends on who you think the optimal lineup is in the midfield. At, at least this past game, we finally had the optimal front four that we have been kind of waiting for forever. But yep, having quality players that you can move in when people are inevitably gone on international duty or inevitably needing a break or needing to rehab or whatnot. I guess I'm not, I'm not bothered by that at all. 
Just really quick, U.S. Men's National Team versus Costa Rica. As we kind of mentioned before, it was a 2-1 win, which means after six of 14 games for the World Cup qualifiers, we are in second place. First place is Mexico with 14 points. We're in second with 11. Third place is Canada with 10 points. The fourth place team, of course, still qualifies or Well, they kind of qualify. They're going to have to, whoever finishes in fourth will have to play an additional qualifying match or two. I don't know. Ask Nate. But that fourth place team is currently Panama with eight points. So we are three points ahead of Panama in fourth place. In fifth place, that is the first team that is eliminated from World Cup qualification. That is currently Costa Rica with six points. So starting to build a little bit of a buffer That is comfortable because we still haven't played Mexico even once, and we're going to have to play them twice. That's that's actually who we play next, Sam. We play Mexico on November twelfth, so we'll get a chance. It'll be a good game. Nice. What do we What do we think about the fact that we're scouting players from Honduras and they're last with three points from three draws? But you might have like you might have a handful of good players though, right? Like it doesn't. I mean, if you're good internationally, it's because you have a ton of quality, right? Well, there's going to be there's going to be good players on bad teams. Well, and we're scouting younger players from Honduras, which knocked us out of Olympic qualifying. So, I I guess I'm not too bothered by it. I I'm not too bothered by it at all. They're younger players. Honduras typically is a better team in Concacaf. I believe they were at the last World Cup. Don't quote me on that. I thought that they were at the last World Cup. But they are they are one of the better Concacaf teams. So they James they is shaking his head. They're not. They were not because because Australia beat them in the uh, World Cup qualifier final leg. That's why. Which we didn't even make it that far. So plus they keep qualifying for the Olympics when we don't. So Honduras is legit. True. Honduras is legit. Okay. I mean they drew with Canada. So yeah, yeah, they're not bad. They're not bad. Forward Madison at Richmond. Just really quick. That did not go in Forward Madison's favor. They lost 3-2. Forward Madison going to need something soon if they have any hopes on qualifying for the USL League One playoffs. All right, guys. At Austin. Sorry, I'm just abruptly transitioning to it. At Austin. We all watched the replay. Who wants to give us a rundown of that lineup? Sure. So uh, in goal, we had uh, Miller in defense. Starting from the less left was Gasper, Debassi, Boxall, and Metinier. Midfield was Alonso and Dodson. Uh, Will Trapp uh, missed the game due to family issues. He also missed time this week in practice due to personal issues. The guy just became a father again. Yeah, he's clearly got better things to do at the moment. Attacking mid was uh, Franco Fragapane, Renoso, and Lod. And then up front was Adrian Anu, which is pretty much the perfect front four. We had three subs. Finlay came on for Lod in the 73rd minute, Rosales on for Anu in the 78th minute, and Adi on for Renoso in the 91st minute. So this is the first time that we've seen the front four since July 18th, wow. which is 15 games for those counting at home. And going into this game, the four of them had played for less than 140 minutes in total together. 
this season. So barely a game and a half. Hence why bringing in a Brazilian center forward slash left winger doesn't really bother me that much as far as if they would have any playing time. Yeah, I mean, what, we're 29 games in the season and we've barely managed... Well, when we had played 28 games, we had barely managed a game and a half with our perfect front four. And we're still in playoff contention. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, it was a 1-0 win. It was kind of weird watching it all on replay. I'm never a big fan of replay games because I'm kind of an impulsive guy. And I like to be on my phone checking up stats and stuff while I'm watching a game. And I like to be texting with people about a game. I saw that one of you had texted something about the game but i didn't see if i didn't see if we won or lost but i did i did hear that fregapane um from one of you scored a goal which i actually um also prior to the game i texted our friends at the dummy run and just said hey guys just text me if it's another train wreck if it's another train wreck we're probably not going to talk much about the game anyway, so I'm not going to stay up late into the night watching a replay when I'm tired from all the dancing I pretend to do. Um, <laughs> but no, it was uh, it was a 1-0 win. Watching it on replay, though, always a little bit weird. I watched the first half not knowing if we won or not. Then I went to bed. I checked the score, went to bed, and then watched the second half kind of knowing what happened, which is always a lot less fun i guess i don't know i agree i think if i can't watch a game i'd like to i like to just isolate myself from from any information right because once you know it's going to happen it just never is as much fun mm-hmm. especially like right we got the first goal we got the first goal relatively early on franco fragapene definitely the the play created by Reynoso uh gets the ball to dotson and dotson able to cross it over to Franco Fragapane, who gets that goal, 10th minute or something like that, I believe. Or no, 15th minute. James wrote it down. 15th minute, yeah. yeah. Thank you, James, for writing that down. So Franco gets the goal in the 15th minute. But right after that, it was kind of the same old, same old Minnesota United, is you get that goal, great, and then not a lot of other offensive opportunities some great saves from Tyler Miller in a clean sheet. And that that's kind of the formula for Minnesota United winning. And Donut Monday, boys. Donut Monday. <laughs> Was this, were they saying, I think they were saying in the last game before, when we were still 1-0 up, that Tyler Miller now would now have the same amount of clean sheets like this is equal to the record amount of clean sheets he's had in a season, I think, with this one. And there's still however many games to go. So he's having a really good season. He's having a great season. But I guess that, that brings me to the question, guys. How crucial is it that Minnesota scores first? Super important, <laughs> I think. It just it seems like our Yeah. It seems like our team is built around not having to have to score a goal. It seems like when we are put into a position when we are trying to score, it makes us more vulnerable. And, and right, that's just soccer 101, right? Like when when you are focusing more on offense, your your defense is more vulnerable. But 
far as we have a very stout defense when we're not trying to score goals or when we're not trying to throw everything at them to score goals. If we score first, we can kind of hunker down a little bit. Our possession stats were right 34% of this possession for us against Austin. Yeah. Also, I think we had half the amount of passes. They were up past 550 passes, and we didn't reach 300. I think we were in the 260s or 270s. And our pass accuracy was fairly terrible. Less than 70%, and they were around 90%. Yeah, and they had they had more shots on goal. They had 17 shots and 8 on goal. We had only 12 shots, 3 on goal. We had 7 saves. They, they had two plus the one that went in, right? Austin, probably the better team tonight. We get the away win, which is crucial. That's nothing to hang our head over. I don't know if that makes me necessarily feeling like, oh, we're back, baby dolls. But <laughs> I mean, our XG was also exactly the same. We both had an XG of 1.6. So I think, yeah, I think we got lucky. Um, but I also think there's definitely been times this season where we've been unlucky. So, you know, it's nice to be on, on the right side of one. Can I just say, can I just say something real quick is that I watched the first, like, so I, I watched the highlight. I, I put, looked it up on YouTube and I was watching it and I was like, man, we look pretty good. And then we scored a second goal and I'm like, uh, am I watching the right game? Uh, I had been watching the first half of our last game against Austin, uh, <laughs> But like, but the part that, I, but then I did watch our game and man, oh yeah, we were getting smoked the whole time. Yeah. So they had a, they had a shot laid on in the box where one of their guys got pretty pushed over and then it went to another Austin player who had a shot that, uh, I think like whizzed past the outside post or something or, or Miller had a save, but yeah, they were discussing whether it uh, should have been a penalty shot or not. What do you think, James? From what I saw, uh, I think. I don't really think it was a penalty, but it was also one of those that they probably could have taken a look at and seen as well. Sure. To me, this game was like, so the, the game against Colorado, we, we have a hangover and after a hangover, right? Like everyone has their go-to hangover food for me. I want, there is this bagel at the St. Paul bagelry. It was like a spicy bagel with like chicken sandwich and I would get that with a strawberry banana smoothie. And that was the ultimate hangover cure for me, right? Like just a lot of carbs, some spice, a really nice smoothie to go with it. You're just great hangover food, great hangover cure, but you don't always have the St. Paul bagelry, right? You don't always have your go-to hangover food. So every once in a while, you just have to have like toast with peanut butter or something like that. Just whatever you have lying around. And you know, that, that's fine. That plus a bunch of water. It, it's fine. You're not like, oh man, I needed this, but it does the trick. This is kind of how I feel right now. There was definitely a hangover uh, for this fan base. Me being a fan of this team, I definitely felt a hangover following the Colorado game. This wasn't really exactly what the doctor ordered, but it'll do. And hopefully... We can build off of this and keep going. This has been a roller coaster of a season where we'll, we'll string together a just streak of at least getting a point every single time we play. 
where we we've had some huge lows in this in this year. We've had the highs, we've had the lows. Yeah, and it's nice, you know, it's nice to get a high, and let's um, let's make sure we continue it. You know, there's not many there's not many games left in the season. There's only five, so it's time to start uh, building rem- momentum and riding the wave into playoffs. And I think, uh, yeah, we didn't look the greatest, but we came away with a win. An away win. Now we've got two games at home to try and uh, capitalize on that and and really uh, really push on. Yeah, I think this Philly game is going to be this will be interesting. I, I know we haven't really watched a lot of Philly play, but looking at the the standings, they are a very stout defensive team. They do not give up a lot of goals. They have the third fewest goals given up in the MLS right now. They're third place in the East. So they're like a better version of us, right? Like defensive team, but they have 40 goals scored this year. More than us, more than we do, right? 11, 11 goal differential, I think is what they're at right now. But that'll be a big test, right? See how we do against a team like that. Yeah, and I think it's also just ridiculous in the East how New England is just smoking everyone. New, New England is 18 points ahead. And they've played one more game than Nashville and Philly. They've, yeah, scored, they've, they've scored eight goals more than the second highest goal scorer in the league. <laughs> Team teams, like right? They have fifty nine goals, and the next team has fifty one. Yeah, it's it's crazy. In fact, we as a goal scoring team, we are the second worst in the Western Conference. The only team who has scored less goals than us is Austin. So, Justin, um, sorry, go ahead, James. Yeah. No, I was just saying we need to score more goals, and I'm interested to see how it goes against Philadelphia. So, Justin, I'm just making the connection that this game against Philly is Wednesday night at Allianz. It is also MEA, so we don't have to oh, work Sam. day. Sam, this is your first MEA as a teacher in a long time. Yeah. That's got to be nice. Yeah. I'm I'm. Ex- what a- Want to, want, to, want to explain what that is M- to the MEA is like it's like wait wait hold on Get, let, let me do it Sam okay it's an opportunity for teachers in the state of Minnesota to receive press professional development outside of their school so we are given two days off to obtain or to to attend training right Sam so much training there's there's well I've always been at a school where they sign you up for training this is the first time where I've been at a school where it's like, yeah, you have these days off to attend training if you want. Yeah, it's it's optional, James. So we get two days off. We can go to conferences if we want. We could also just take a break because the beginning of the school year is hard. But like the thing is, I, I would look into taking some trainings, especially if like they were paid for or if there were graduate credits that came with it. I would look into it. The problem is, is that my kid also has MEA. So how am I supposed to take any trainings when they're not in school? So, yeah. Oh, that is a, that is a fair point, actually. <laughs> well, the, the training that you need to do is you need to do a personal, personal development of Alliance uh, and uh, international, no, not international, uh, multi, multi national I don't know. I'm trying to sell that you get to go to the game. That's what I'm. That's no, all I'm. I, I don't have tickets, but I, I would be. Maybe we should explore. I, I don't know, Justin. You you interested in exploring the possibility? So I have a friend that's going. I can't go, Sam, because I'm actually going to a concert that night. Oh, 
Who are you seeing? Yeah. What? Dr. Dog. Okay. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know who that is either. Or it's what a good is. band. It's a good band. I'm excited to see him. Look him up. Okay. What? Where are they at? First Ave, the Armory, Varsity. Where are they at? They are at First Ave. So that's our cool concert venue downtown Minneapolis. Yeah. They is, that, had, uh, is that the one with the is that the one with the stars on the wall? Yeah. So so you might if if you guys are on TikTok, you know Dr. Dog because one of their songs became a TikTok song a couple of months ago. The where'd all the time go? Like and people would show their animals getting old. Or or do we maybe we partake in different Instagrams, I guess. Uh just scratch that, I guess. <laughs> Not Instagram, sorry, TikTok. Well, I mean, I watch Instagram feed, which is all just the same thing. Yeah. yeah. So, you know how like Instagram and Facebook has, sorry, we're in the weeds again, but Instagram and Facebook have this thing called reels, right? We we know what that is. Yeah. Yeah. Ripping off TikTok. Yeah. Ripping off TikTok, but it's just automatically in your feed. And I, I don't know if this is like everyone or if it's just me. And if it's just me, I don't know. I don't know why, but whenever I'm on Facebook or Instagram and I see these these reels that they are just previewing for you on your feed, it's always like college age girls in like exercise spandex. Does anyone else have that going? <laughs> like Sam, I think you're you're telling us too much about yourself right now. <laughs> no, like it's not like I am Googling college age girls working out, but that's that's what my reels that I get are. It's definitely, uh, don't worry, I'm not going to let you drown in this boat by yourself. I also have seen a trend. It's trending towards that more than... Okay. It never used to, but somehow it there's some like TikTok thing, I think, that's going on, which is like... Okay. Pushing it that way. That that makes me feel a little bit better because, you know, that fra- phrase where... Someone's like, you look like the kind of guy that, and then you know whatever's going to follow isn't going to be very flattering. <laughs> like, yeah, you look like the kind of guy that watches TikTok videos of girls working out. Like, <laughs> you know, I just, <laughs> I don't want the Facebook algorithms to like analyze me and be like, you look like the kind of guy that needs more of this. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, please don't make me that guy. I'm not that guy. <laughs> you gotta like, p- like, force yourself to watch some wholesome stuff. You know, Sam, just look up some wholesome reels, get the perspective changed. You know, and you won't get those videos yeah. anymore. But I don't want to get into real. I don't want to become addicted to something new. Um, so I, I'm, I'm avoiding that on purpose. But I was sharing this story at Natalie's wedding yesterday, and my my wife was just looking at me like. <laughs> But then I made her load up her Facebook and go into Reels, and she was getting the same videos I was. So it's it's not just me. You uh, you saved yourself there. Yep. A- anyway, um, Wednesday versus Philly. Justin can't go. I might look into it. We'll see. Saturday against LAFC. Okay, so a couple of games at Allianz. Maybe, right, maybe... We really cure this hangover. A couple of positive results. We could be pretty excited right all over again. Yeah, and that game against LAFC is super important because midweek they played Dallas, and Dallas at 12th. 
So we are four points ahead of them. So if they beat Dallas and we don't beat Philly, we're only going to be one point ahead of them, which really means we have to win this game. I think that's the game I'm going to try to go to, Sam. I'm, I'm talking myself into it right now. I think I'm going to go to LAFC. <laughs> as long as it's not raining. Like I'm loading up SeatGeek right now. <laughs> My son is getting baptized that weekend, so I probably can't Oh, congratulations. Go. Yeah, congrats, man. <laughs> is that something Seems you slightly less excited. Someone, like, all I had to do was before. sign him up. <laughs> you did it. Yay. <laughs> yep. All I had to do was sign him up. Someone else is doing all the other work. I guess I ordered some subs for the after party. It's going to be a rager. Nice. So... Then we have, actually, another two-game week, the week after. A lot of games. Um, We're at Vancouver when I'm in Milan, actually. Uh, So I'm going to be in Milan in uh, two weeks for a work conference. I'm hoping that I get to go see AC Milan play at uh, the San Siro. Meet my boy Olivier Giroud. There you go. And uh, Ibra. Uh, so we're against, we're away at Vancouver and then the Sunday Halloween, we are at home to sporting Kansas city, which seems a really early game by the way, because it's like really early for like, it's, it's early for me. It's 6 PM for me. So I don't know. That's like a morning game for you guys, right? Yeah. That's so it's, that cold, it's cold here. It's cold here at that time. So it's like, you know, this is, we're making sure to get the game in the sunlight. Yeah, that's that's real early. Yeah, that'd be eleven uh, a.m. Or maybe do we have? Maybe it's a noon game and we have daylight savings, and they don't. I think that's the day we moved to daylight savings, okay. so it could also be. So it's probably a noon yeah. game here. Yeah, we don't have many of those. Yeah, okay. and uh, yeah, then we finish off away at LA Galaxy Sunday, Sunday, November seventh, yeah. decision day, decision day. Uh, also this week. The U.S. Women's National Team are against South Korea, Thursday, October 21st, 7 p.m. in Kansas City, and then Alliance, Tuesday, October 26th. Yes. The final Carly Lloyd game. Did you get tickets? No, I did not. Did you, Sam? I, I, I did not. I, I don't have a lot going on in my life right now. Guys, it's Carly Lloyd's, it's Carly Lloyd's final game. Why are you guys not going? Because, you know... It would be so hard. It would be because it's not just getting the tickets. Like I'd have to get a sitter and then play a ton of stuff. I, it, like I have the day off. I like liter- this upcoming game on Wednesday. I literally have the following day off and I don't think I'll be able to work it out to go. So the the Tuesday, October 26th game, I don't have the following day off. So if I can't even make this Wednesday work, how am I going to make that one work? Kids, people, kids. <laughs> this podcast is like the best birth control. Doesn't seem to be working for you, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes. Justin always muting when I have a good joke. I was cackling, people at home. Just <laughs> Sam's being, Sam's right. I was laughing pretty hard. Yeah, it's, it's a tough stretch for our boys here coming up, guys. I don't. We did not make things easy for ourselves going into the end of the season, did we? Um, hopefully we can win some of these games so we don't have to... Hopefully it doesn't have to come down to decision day. Or hopefully that day is us jockeying for position uh, with LA, right? And not fighting to get in. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we are five points behind Portland, who are in fourth. Uh, and Portland have to play Vancouver, Colorado, San Jose, Real Salt Lake, and Austin. So they have a somewhat easier ending than we do, considering they play three of the bottom, like, five teams. Well, let's win a few games before we focus our sights on Portland. Let's... let's. Uh... Right now, let's just hold off LAFC. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't realize that they get Dallas midweek, so that that's a little scary. Yep. But yeah, anything else? Let's win this. Let's win some games. I'm wearing a Packer shirt right now. All of our NFL teams won this this weekend. Actually, yeah. If you count James as kind of being an Oregon Ducks fan, all of our college football teams won this weekend too. So I'm, I'm going to make an NFL reference. Reynoso's just going to walk up to the microphone and be like, I don't see why we can't run the table. And then that's what the loons are going to do. Win every game for the rest of the season. Make the playoffs. Go on a run. Let's do it. Sounds great. Sounds great. I'm pot, on, pot on you loons, huh? Pot on you loons till the end of the season. Hopefully making the playoffs. Let's do it. Pot on you loons. Pot on you loons. All right. I'm going to go check out some more reels. Peace. Peace.